0: Is it gonna be movies that whip or is it movies that whip ass? What do you
1: think <laughs> I mean I th- I think movies movies that whip is pretty funny.
0: It's, it's got a good, yeah. I think it's an implied movies- ass. <laughs> And welcome to Movies That Whip. <laughs> the uh, I guess this is like a virtual theater little bonus episode. It's similar to, if anyone noticed, those uh video games, the podcast episodes that I did. Um, but I'm joined here, this is Gooey, joined by our <laughs> longtime pal, a- Adriel. How's it going?
1: I'm doing good. Um, I was just saying before we hit record that I'm laying down on my couch because I hurt my shoulder. But otherwise, oh. <laughs> I'm doing okay. And it's it's not that serious. And I'm all right. I'm ready to chill and talk about this. When you think <laughs> of a
0: podcast, you normally think of some people sitting around a table or maybe at their computers on uh, Zoom or Discord. But imagine, if you will, a completely horizontal podcaster.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I'm doing. I just wanted to give you a full visual. I've got like pillows and like a heating pad but i'm in a great mood so that's that's what matters
0: so the uh i mean the premise here should be pretty self-explanatory by the title but um i guess what we're trying to get at here is you know we talk a lot about a, about a lot of really fun movies on virtual theater and i think you and i have kind of bonded over you know certain types of movies particularly ones that totally are kick-ass badass (laughs) movies (laughs) and um we wanted to kind of get into some more you know and and talk you know I, i i love all our little conversations that we have in in the dms about movies and stuff and all the movie nights that we do with you and paul and mckenna so it's fun to get to like go even further and you know actively seek out even more movies
1: Yeah, totally. And it's like, it's like VT type movies, virtual theater type movies that aren't actually based on video games. It's like such a wonderful genre that's like kind of hard to put your finger on, which is why Mm. movies that whip is like the best thing to, (laughs) the best thing to call it. True. Although, you know, there's like lots of, um, you know, other, other different styles of movies that also whip ass that aren't necessarily you know vt style so that's you know, true and we're leaving ourselves a lot to play open. With.
0: yeah if we yeah. do more i feel like I, I already got a good feeling maybe we'll do some more but if we do more <laughs>
1: there's so um, many
0: we might go beyond the realm of i think part of what makes it a virtual theater movie is it's it kicks ass and it's like completely insane <laughs> which i don't i don't know <laughs> if today's is completely insane but we'll definitely are you
1: kidding it absolutely is <laughs> Okay, <laughs> That's yeah. my take on it, but we'll we'll get into it.
0: Okay, I, I appreciate that. Well, let's let's talk about it. Today we're talking about, and this connects to Virtual Theater Proper, but we're talking about the Corey UN movie Yes Madam, released in nineteen eighty five. And uh yes. you know, the whole reason we wanted to get into this was because Andy and I talked about the movie DOA, which was I think Corey y- Yuen's last film, and uh we loved it. I told you, you gotta watch it, and you just started watching it, and we're loving it. And
1: oh, it's amazing! It's great. It's a
0: great movie. <laughs> Obviously, you know, if you're listening to this feed, you know how we feel. It's it's one of my top five video game movies, I think. But the thing, you know, the thing I realized about it was like, okay, watching that, uh, I I actually didn't really know a lot about Corey U.N. And I was looking, and it seems like a lot of people. They even said about this movie about DOA that like he he's kind of a contemporary of a lot of those '80s '90s Hong Kong action people, and he he's even won some awards. Pretty prolific kind of mm-hmm. guy, but I think compared yeah. to certain other people, uh, the way I always saw him spoken about was like, oh, he's not as like creative or as like as exciting as some of the other people who came out of that era oh interesting yeah um which we can we could get into if we want but despite that i was like i really (laughs) despite that i really wanted to check out like more of his work because and maybe you would agree with this but i think even like a not as great hong kong action movie is like better than the average like really good american (laughs) action movie you know what I mean? Absolutely.
1: Just, I, <laughs> Absolutely. The bar is, like, so much, It's like, so much higher, I guess. It's it's such a joy to, like, watch these, even if they're, like, weird deep cuts or sort of run-of-the-mill, like, Hong Kong action movies, you know?
0: Yeah. There's just so much, like, more effort and creativity on display than, like, I don't know, if you pull up uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp or whatever, <laughs> you know?
1: Totally. Not to yeah, totally diss no, that, no. but...
0: Um, but yeah, the, so this is one type of movie that whips ass that we'll probably come back to because there's some <laughs> masters of the genre I'd like to talk about, too, and familiarize myself yeah. more, but that the whole wave of, like, the 80s, early 90s Hong Kong action movies, that super impactful, you know, even over here, but in a lot of ways we don't see. Like, there's a lot of directors even that got to come over and they tried to have them make their mark here, but it was either studio restrictions some some have claimed or Mm -hmm. some people say like sort of a failure to translate um but overall like i think even we'll we'll hopefully cover some of those later but like some of those i think are some of the best movies (laughs) i've ever seen um but yeah uh,
1: totally i mean i would i'd like to know more about just you know some of the i mean this is also happening like kind of at least the 80s when it's like sort of in the middle of the cold war i mean not that it has to be politicized right but there's like there's i'm sure there's certain historical events that are like you know um helping dictate like who who gets to make what movies and who sees what movies you know Um, yes and and especially yeah and there's there's just so so much history
0: yeah i was thinking like there's probably a lot to to do with because i think this was before hong kong was still a british uh At the time, right? Like they only they gave it back. I
1: think so. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Whenever. So there's probably a lot of politics to do with that, and like, you know, that's probably why in the 90s you even see more of them coming over to America. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I you know, there's probably some. We'll have to get into that at some point. I have no information about that this time around. Um. But yeah,
1: me neither. (laughs) It's just something I thought about while I was. Uh, letting the movie, like, wash over me, I was like, there are a lot of things about about this, a lot of this context that I think is lost on me. I mean, even just some of the things in the movie, I was like, I feel like there's there's a level to this that I'm not fully understanding without all of the, mm-hmm. the context, but it is that so, did not make it less enjoyable. It
0: is so wild, like, it's like, it's sometimes it's like, oh, this is a whole nother world, and you can see, like, you know, kind of this line of separation, but then at other times it's like, oh, they they are just like referencing Dirty Harry or they like took they mm-hmm. literally just lift the score from Halloween and use it in the movie.
1: I don't know if you noticed that. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did. I made a note about I mean all of the music in this movie is just rules. Um, is, but I did notice awesome. that. I was like, is that from Halloween? <laughs> wow. Yeah. So, yeah, let's
0: let's I got some uh I got some facts here. I'm going to lay down some facts. Sweet. So, yeah, 1985 yeah, lay we me. said Okay, so uh, first let's talk about Corey. Um, not our buddy, but the director of the film. Uh, so, <laughs> so, what's... And this this actually will tie into a lot of the the performers in the movie, too. But Corey was not a performer himself. He acted in some films in the 70s. But he's really more known for being an action director slash stunt choreographer like we do a lot of like second unit directing on a lot of films like uh like in America mm-hmm. they'd have him you know you go out and do the action scenes basically um and mm-hmm. he's gotten to work you know with a lot of cool people over the years which is cool and and this is a factoid that I wanted to share with you but his american directorial debut no retreat no surrender was also the film debut of Jean-Claude Van Damme.
1: Ah <gasps> no kidding. Yeah, so that's I love Jean-Claude Van Damme if there's anyone <laughs> Somehow doesn't know that, As do but this I. is a pretty new thing—a new thing for me. I like just didn't—I kind of missed him, and I'm really, I'm really enamored with, um, with him.
0: So I'm, I'm <laughs> okay, thinking so this is a great. That's like Pitta it. We got to put that on maybe on the list because, like, yeah. great, great director, great star. What could go wrong? Um, <laughs> yeah. What's the movie called again? No retreat, no surrender.
1: These are great titles.
0: I know it really lets you know what it's all about.
1: yeah (laughs) like this one no further questions
0: (laughs) um but yeah and then he he has a long like like i said very prolific list of films in hong kong that i'd like to know more about um in terms of for like american audiences uh he's probably more known as like that second unit director he did like i think stuff for x-men um Mm. and i also i also know that both in hong kong and america he kind of partnered up with uh, Jet Li. And so he did a lot of directing and uh, stunt choreography for Jet Li, both before he came over and like six movies in America too. So they have a pretty... Wow, cool. Yeah, they have a pretty tight relationship. So maybe we'll get into some of that someday. But yeah, mm-hmm. as you can see, this guy, he's uh, well-traveled, you know?
1: Yeah, no kidding. What And I feel like you had mentioned this before that um, DOA kind of, sunk his career is that right and that came out in what 2006 six, two thousand something like that
0: yeah I don't know if it sank it it was like because it is like the last thing he ever worked on but it that's also like he had been making stuff now for 30 years you know so I don't know right if it was sort of combined or you know what I mean I, I, I can't yeah, right, say right. but yeah that was pretty much I think his last movie
1: I mean, what a way to go out. What a way to, yeah. <laughs> a way to go out.
0: <laughs> but yeah, it is kind of like the story of a lot of people. Like other people got to, I think, make more films. But there's even some actors in this movie who kind of did the same thing. They're like uh, action directors. And they, they're like, okay. like There was just like a, a period in the 90s where they're like, because it's so clear that these guys make better movies. So they're like, oh, let's. Let's let them. <laughs> let's let them make one for us. But uh, you know, for whatever yes. reason, marketing or I. I don't think it's failure to translate honestly because. Um, I know you've seen the John Woo classic Hard Target, and that movie fucking rocks, <laughs> and it's not. Be, it's, it's so good. <laughs> yeah, and, and I think all of John Woo's like American films are, like, rock hard. <laughs> like oh, Face Off is awesome. <laughs> Uh,
1: incredible oh he did face off too I yeah, didn't know that oh
0: yeah it's so it it holds up it's so good
1: oh yeah I mean fa- face off <laughs> rules <laughs> but um I didn't I didn't know it was the same guy yeah I mean my favorite part about hard target is that they just like <laughs> write off Jean-Claude Van Damme's accent as being like oh he's from the bayou <laughs> <It's> yeah like, <laughs> that the, accent doesn't sound at all like anyone from the bayou the best part of any matter. of his
0: movies is figuring out like what's the reason this time, you know?
1: Yeah. <laughs> and same with same with Arnie. They're like he uh, lived in isolation. So that's why he has an accent. <laughs> like doesn't none of yeah. it makes any yeah, sense.
0: Yeah, right. Just some other behind the scenes. We we talked about the score. Uh there is original music, but there is the Halloween track, which is interesting. But it was composed by <laughs> Romeo Diaz, who I think also worked with Corey and on some other movies and written by Barry Wong who wrote a ton on uh, again I feel like everyone in this movie is just like you look them up and they're like oh they did this and this and this and this so that's you know this is like this is the A game here basically this is like a star-studded yeah. movie compared to uh it, you know I guess not for us <laughs> as much but I'm hoping to you know learn more about these people um
1: yeah no kidding and I also I mean maybe this is typical of of movies of that time and genre and whatever, but when I was when I finally rolled credits on the movie, um, the, I, it seemed like a really small like cast and crew. I mean, it could just—I I don't know it, but it struck out to me that I was like, "Wow, this is like really." There's not a lot of people that worked on this.
0: Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know. There's if There's like, it's like just one this.
1: costume coordinator <laughs> and like one. You know, like makeup person. You know, like no assistance. It just seemed like it was like it's. It's very utilitarian. It you know. Odd to me. It's yeah, like yeah. We know, we know what we get, the real focus put is. Put clothes on him and go. Well, well, also,
0: like I said, like all the people in the movie also directed like <laughs> their own action movies. So it's just like I love that aspect yeah. about it. It was like even the actors in the movie like know how to like make a movie that whips ass. You know, that's yeah, that's how deep it goes. That's clearly the focus. Uh, all the way to the produce the movie' is produced by Samo hung, who is also in the movie, which we'll talk about, but um he's also yeah. like a bona fide uh martial arts legend. um his son was actually in uh doA uh that I couldn't remember oh, his name at yeah. the time, but he was the the dude sneaking in uh, Hayabusa or whatever he was whipping ass so uh oh right yeah, yeah generational talents here.
1: Oh, this rules. I love that. But, um,
0: okay, let's talk about the stars of the flick, though. Um, Because we have Mm -hmm. debuting here. We're going to talk about the stars making their debuts. We have Michelle Yeoh and Cynthia Rothcock. Um, Or I guess starring debuts. Michelle Yeoh had been in other movies, but this is her first Mm -hmm. lead role. And they both kind of go on to become legends in their own right. I think Michelle made more of a, Crossover into America, but Cynthia Rothcock goes on to be in a ton of other kick-ass movies, and uh, I th- I think they're both awesome in this movie. What do you think?
1: Oh my god, they were di- incredible. They they like made the movie for me at least. I mean, big time, yeah. Uh, they were just, and they also had kind of like these weird matching like mullets going yes. on that were just so.
0: Awesome! Great mullets. Um, they also always had. You'd mentioned the the one costume person did a great job because they always look oh incredible so sick in this movie.
1: <laughs> they look so constantly and like the outfits are. Um, I mean, they're just typical like eighties. Um, a lot of like pastels and like yellow, mm-hmm. but also like kind of like businesswoman style. Oh god, no! They they were so good. They were so so good. And I mean, maybe we'll talk about this like at another point. But I was also sort of confused about so it about the language because it was clear that um cynthia was speaking english (laughs) but it was dubbed uh chinese yeah. yeah yeah cantonese i think and then um and then there was like english subtitles in on the copy that i was watching so it was like this like strange thing of like sort of like matching her lips to the <laughs> to the that, subtitles that
0: happened with the other white dude in the movie too
1: yeah um, yeah 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 the guy with the yeah in the hotel
0: i'm i'm i wonder if it's just like it doesn't, they're probably like, it doesn't fucking matter, we're gonna overdub you anyway, like, you don't need to <laughs> learn, like, to speak, I don't know, I don't, I actually don't right, know, because yeah. cause I've seen it approached different ways in different movies, you know what I mean, like, mm-hmm, um, yeah. I've seen other movies where they just have the characters, you know, speak English, and then they put subtitles for that, or, like, other titles, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, like, and so I don't know right. what the specific story is, also, like, this is just some version I downloaded, so, like, I don't even know. Well, I mean, it
1: was the same. I also watched... I mean, I watched it on um, Amazon, which I never do, but I had like a credit. So I was like, I'm going to treat myself and watch it on the big screen. And it was the same. So oh, okay, okay. Hmm. I think it was... I think that's just how the movie is. But I, I mean, I bring that up because I feel like they... I, I don't know if Michelle Yeoh spoke English at the time or as well or whatever, but... Um, but like they had really good chemistry, like they it, they really worked <laughs> together. Even though it was like clear, it was clear that like one was speaking English the whole time, which was like just sort of a funny way to like watch it all yeah. unfold.
0: Well, it's, so there's a funny thing about their chemistry it's because Yo, know, she plays Inspector Ing, who is kind of she's like a tough as nails police officer. They even they establish in the beginning she does like a dirty, hairy, you know, reference or the you feeling lucky type. <laughs> yeah thing with a, with a criminal and then she, it's like she meets her match with uh Cynthia Rothcock who plays Scottish agent Carrie Morris I think it is and
1: I, I think it's Carrie Morris
0: but but it's funny because like they're dynamic it's like she's also like tougher but even tougher where she's like beating the piss out of like a criminal they detain and they're like no we can't do <laughs> yeah. it your way but it's like both of them are like it's just funny, because, like, it's, like, they're both just, like, yeah, we whip ass. <laughs> like, it was almost, like... Yeah. There wasn't, like, really a development between that bond. It's, like, they immediately were just, like, yeah, we, we fucking both kick ass. So, maybe it's, like, a little yeah. shallow in that regard, but I kind of... I kinda Oh, loved I it. loved it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. I
1: thought it was awesome that they, like, she... I loved that, like, the only... They kind of were trying to establish that, like, um I guess, Carrie, Cynthia... From Scotland Yard, um, like is like sort of reckless and that she just like wants to like beat the shit out of everybody. Yeah. Um, and then like, uh, Inspector Ng is like, you know, we, we have to like have some tact and like, let's try it my way. They do a little bit of that, but like it always just devolves into like everyone beating, just beating, beating people up like <laughs> immediately. And like, yeah, they, they I didn't, I didn't care that there was any sort of, I, I also was like, this doesn't, this is exactly how I want this to unfold. So I feel, yes. I feel great about this.
0: <laughs> I have a little bit of research, you know, part of the part of the podcast research is uh, you go look on Wikipedia and, <laughs> and so like there, I do have just some uh, that classic Wikipedia facts for you, but I, I think it's fun about uh, the uh-huh. way Cynthia Rothcock got into the business was she was a martial arts demonstrator. And... Uh, they she got contacted that the studio was looking for like they're looking for a new male lead to play a Bruce Lee type character in a film and uh uh-huh. uh they sort of i think they sort of convinced them they or they were so impressed by her uh skill that they offered her the role in the film on the spot and changed the lead role from male to female
1: Incredible, and it oh shows. My god, I she, love that.
0: she rocks in this movie. She goes so hard in this film.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. It's so. Both of them are just amazing, especially when they team up. But like, even like separate. I mean, they're always teamed up, I guess. But yeah, yeah, it's, pretty much.
0: Yeah. Um, and then in terms of Yo's background, actually, um, well, <laughs> I like this. I did not know that. Uh, she in 1982 she won Miss World Malaysia
1: whoa yeah. good for her work
0: yeah right but um we talked we talked about this um on our virtual theater episode on on DOA and like how hard like i, I always love that hearing like how hard everyone worked on the movie i know that's like often used as like a marketing thing but it seems very genuine in these movies michelle yo um did st- her own stunts in the film and I think she trained for like eight hours a day basically to to Incredible. get in shape for this role and, you know, d- learn all the stunts and everything. And And we love that. I love that when like, I, obviously I get not like everyone can or should do all their own stunts. You know what I mean? And I don't think that mm-hmm. that is like required, but I do like someone who's like, I'm at least going to learn it. You know what I mean?
1: Totally. And like, it, I mean, it shows that there like aren't, stunt doubles (laughs) like it just like even the way it's shot is like it's just Michelle kicking ass
0: yes yeah so they both kick ass they both kick ass and I guess the story of the movie is they're trying to find some like evidence that this like undercover agent has of some like illegal activity Done by the uh, the evil businessman,
1: Mister Tin. It took me a while to like fully be like, wait, who is who, and like what's going on. But it didn't matter, and like eventually it became like clear what was going on, and it wasn't that complicated. But um, there was a lot that happened right at the beginning, some of which mm-hmm. was really relevant, and some of it was not at all relevant (laughs) and so it was like hard to keep track of exactly what was plot and what was not plot
0: the movie starts out with like that weird flasher guy and you're like is this part of it and then there's like then there's like a second thing she sports after that that actually isn't part of it either um but yeah Yeah. then once it settles in it takes a minute to kind of i think you were you like for me as well to like kind of get in the groove of like what's going on but right. yeah i feel yeah so mr tin james chien is the actor uh, i was looking this guy up. big he's a big like bad guy character actor uh he's perfect for the role in this movie he's so like he's such a shithead he's so menacing um i did like mm-hmm. i did like that element he's he's not in the movie a, a whole lot but especially in the end when they kind of get him and he's like laughing in their faces thought he was yeah yeah pretty great <laughs>
1: Yeah, I I did like that they um addressed his insane laughter at the end. He was like, "What? I just like to laugh." I like to laugh. Which I thought was like a great like way to uh explain like this bizarre character trait that like it, it's on purpose. Everyone,
0: <laughs> I uh, I relate to that. I love to laugh
1: <laughs> <laughs> maniacally and like in the face of death and danger. <laughs>
0: Speaking of laughter. There were, I did not expect, um like, a large portion of this film is, like, this almost, like, comedic element, mainly this, like, plot element that I did not expect with the characters of Aspirin. Was that mm-hmm. his name? Strepsil?
1: Yes. Uh, yep. Aspirin, Strepsil, and, uh is it Panadol?
0: Panadol. And I was like, who are yeah. these fellas? And they, like that's that's where like the time i think like the time where it's like we don't really do much of like like there's not a lot of like story really with the characters of Michelle and Cynthia's characters but then these guys actually have like this whole like journey they're going on and and they're like
1: oh totally kind of
0: funny kind of serious i was like what's going on
1: <laughs> yeah yeah and like there was i mean i do you know why they had those names why they were named like medicines D- did you catch why that was because i did not no, catch i
0: that. I didn't get that i did not find uh any backstory on that um no idea yeah, i think no see idea. that's the
1: thing that i thought was maybe just a like a joke or like a historical context some sort of context that like i am missing yeah because i mean they're named like and then at one point in the movie uh, someone says like I'm looking for Advil, and they're like, check the pharmacy. Ha ha! <laughs> it's like you know, like a joke <laughs> that that's their name. So, oh. um, all right. I wasn't sure if I missed something, but yeah, maybe, clearly we both there,
0: did. There's a bit that went over our heads. Maybe, maybe it's just funny. This is yeah. funny. They're all named that. I don't know.
1: Uh, <laughs> and they're
0: are they brothers? They're not brothers. From what? It's because they go and they visit like their dad, but I think. I think maybe Aspirin and Strepsil are, but not Panadol. He's just like their buddy.
1: Right. I don't know. I don't know. They seem like they're childhood friends, maybe. Maybe childhood friends. They did
0: have kind of Um, like a Three Stooges vibe a little bit, which I like. Yeah, totally. And then they go visit older Three Stooges, which I sort of like, too. Oh,
1: my God. (laughs) Yes, that... Yes, they... Th- these three old guys who are not old they're just young people with like really bad like gray hair makeup which is incredible <laughs> yes
0: yeah well so that's one of them is uh one of them is played by sam oh hung who who i mentioned who produced the film uh, he was the main oh, one no kidding yeah and i think the other guys wow, too okay. um but yeah he was definitely the one that stood out and i was like okay that's that's fun so like i said like every little like bit every little character you know it's like kind of played by a guy you know
1: Hmm. yeah totally
0: um but yeah these guys uh well, well one tidbit that i thought was really interesting was uh i think it was um strepsil who was played by mang hoy actually won best supporting actor at the hong kong film awards for his role in this film which is strange no I think. kidding i mean he was really Wait, good. So
1: is- He's either one with the glasses and the kind of crazy hair.
0: Yeah, who is going He's the the curly of the bunch or I don't know. I was trying to think right. which right. Yeah, totally. Are they. The one who
1: kind of has like Billy Crystal vibes a little bit. Yeah,
0: yeah. Who goes he goes like he's got the two swords in the end.
1: Right. Yeah. Yes.
0: Yeah, so he won an award. <laughs> this movie got also got nominated. I think Michelle and uh Corey both got dr- nominated, but yeah, he won, which Sick. I was like, okay, cool, right on.
1: I love it. I mean, they it felt like everyone in this movie was just giving it a thousand percent. Like, it felt like the movie was just, like, n- every take, yeah, everyone was just, like, going as hard it's, as possible, it's very big. which is awesome.
0: Yeah, and so, like, their story is, like, they're, like... They're like small-time criminals, and they kind of get caught up in this business with yes. Mister Tien. They're trying to—it's ra- a classic tale of like they're trying to raise money for their dad, I guess, to get him out of a nursing home with the- where he lives with like two weirdos, basically.
1: Um, <laughs> yeah, a classic tale of trying to get your dad out of the nursing home by doing petty crimes.
0: <laughs> yeah, and and they pair well with um, a Panadol. Who this is? This is where I'm going to derail it a little bit. He's played by Sue Hark, um, but you'll appreciate this. Uh, again, he he's um, worked on a lot of films, directed a lot of films. Um, it's I read somewhere of him referred to as one of the masters of Asian cinematography, which is crazy because no he's kidding. just like the side character in this movie. Um, and he yeah he was someone else who got, they got to bring to, they brought to America to like all right do but do it here, and he actually made two unsuccessful film starring Van Damme won Double Team oh. with Dennis Rodman, which I've seen, and I didn't really like that much, actually. But he also made this movie Knock Off, mm. which I have not seen. But I'm like, I want to see all of these Van Damme crossover movies.
1: Yes, we have to. Wow, that's so interesting. I mean, he just seemed like, I don't know, kind of a... I mean, he also like is so such a physical comedy kind of actor. I mean, I just... I. I just assumed he was like a he was an all-in actor. Did not assume yeah. that he, you know, was like also a cinematographer that worked with Jean-Claude Van Damme. That rules. Yeah,
0: he was great. Um and like specifically like I, I all the the way they used all the comedic guys and they gave them kind of like funny bits in the fight scene well, was really fun, but I thought the particular one where they go to Panadol's apartment and he's getting like chased after and he's sort of like since he's like sort of this like techie gadget guy or he's got he's got all these little like booby traps that he's setting for the guy to like chase him and all these little knickknacks. Yes. And that was like, I think, one of the more that's where I was like, may, maybe that partially came from him. But I was like, I don't know. I don't think you could say this is not creative. There was a lot of stuff that I was seeing that was like, wow. OK, <laughs> you know, that's really that is like really cool how he he would like. Turn the gate one way, and then like close the guy in right. here. And I was like, "That's like really well choreographed, really incredibly thought out."
1: Yeah, the whole thi- that fight scene was really cool. He, it's like there's like all these like trap doors, or like just uh, things, pieces of the of the house, like the walls or furniture that would like spin, and they were it like they were like sort of just like dancing around the apartment, like like trying to trap each other in these like various things, and the apartment is super small um it's cool yeah. yeah i i loved how that how that played out
0: i liked i like he like i think he like hit this like drawer with a hammer and all the like drawers came out and hit the guy and he like yeah. slid along <laughs> something and popped out a window above a door you know it's like it's yeah, it such yeah. a like fun house i was like i love that this guy it, it fits his character that he's got his whole apartment like rigged up like this
1: right and he's sort of like he seems sort of hapless Um, Yeah, But he's not, you know, he's like clearly got a a little bit of an agenda here. (laughs) It was a
0: cool it was cool because it was like even even with the other guys, too. It's like they establish him as like, yeah, they're not like fighters, but they come up with like creative ways to incorporate them uh, without like, Mm -hmm. oh, yeah, they're just really good at fighting, you know. So I I did like like there's definitely a lot of like thought put into that.
1: Yeah, for sure. The different the ways that the different fight scenes um unfolded was it it felt appropriate for each character, which I noted also in my in my Ooh. notes. I thought I thought that was cool because they didn't it wasn't just like and this guy who's also like a kick ass like martial artist. Like, yeah, no, he's just it, some it seemed like weirdo. a lot of them had different stuff. Yeah, totally. It's like this guy's just a weirdo whose house is all like <laughs> strung up to like get, you know, someone who might be after him because he's selling like counterfeit things. Uh so we might as well
0: let's let's talk about the fights, basically, because that's that's what we're really here for. Um, mm-hmm. I think the first the first like big one is that airport scene, um, which I thought was great. They had this like guy with the fake passport who I think he just was incredible. He had like a great look, and he's being chased down by the police and Michelle Yeoh, who also had a great look in that mm-hmm. scene, of course. And they're like, oh yeah, guys flinging their bodies at at him. And they're like jumping and drop kicking down steps and shattering through windows. And just like, mm-hmm. yeah, very, very like, uh, like the guys trying to tackle him and stuff were just really fun. It really was just like, for the first part of it, just like this jacked dude running away. Uh, but it, it was just, it was badass.
1: <laughs> oh, it was so, it was so cool. Also, the airport looked exactly like a mall, which was yeah. like kind of like, 80s and cool, um, I it like it really didn't like quite read as an airport to me, which Wonder I really was. enjoyed. Yeah, I mean, there was like escalators and like I don't know, it just didn't. It it seemed more and like there was all this like breaking glass and like yeah, running down like escalators. Um, was this um? I wrote that I liked the chase music, but was this where the Halloween music was? No, I think that was later because th- maybe. Because I
0: think it was later in the movie where it's something more menacing because the, the Halloween music they specifically use is like from the end where he's like right, going after right. Laurie or whatever. So I remember being in a scene where it's like, oh, man, this guy's like Michael Myers right now.
1: Where's this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I think that the chase music was it was just uh, pretty uh, muted. I mean, it wasn't like like super high intensity it was just kind of like some 80s bop like a little bit um which i thought was like a great a great uh like way to frame way to frame it you know um i also love this is the introduction of scotland yard carrie morris yes um amazing and you like oh it's so good it's like he he like grabs her like you know he's like you know he's gonna kill her it's like oh she's just like a lady at the airport yeah Yeah, we don't know who she is (laughs) yeah yeah, we have no idea who this random white lady is. Um, and then, like suddenly, she just like whips ass and like kicks him in the head. She's got like <laughs> what, how would you incredible. describe the
0: outfit she has? It's like a like a power. <laughs> I don't even know. It's like a dress. It's,
1: talk. It's like a. It's like a a tweed looking. Um, or maybe a houndstooth suit, the where the where the skirt is floor length, but has slits on the sides. Yeah. Um oh, it's that's, amazing. That's a video it's game incredible. outfit right there. I think. Oh my god! Yeah.
0: Yeah, she looked awesome. She she does the there's there's a lot of, I don't, I don't know if this is just part of part of my thesis actually of like the project of um of transferring hong kong cinema to america and it finally being synthesized and successful is i think the matrix is that and Mm -hmm. that but that's directed by two americans but you know they had a lot of people uh working on that who are of that pedigree and and clearly that's where you know where their inspirations lie and i there was a lot of parts when i'm watching this and maybe it's just cuz it's like that's my connection to this type of thing initially like growing up but you know she does the kick she does like the the trinity kick <laughs> type thing yeah um yeah and there's other there's other spots later where i was like oh damn that's like in the matrix and like i don't know if they <laughs> specifically cribbed it from this or if like that's just in a lot of movies but i was like that, that was, like, the first moment I was like, oh, damn, okay.
1: I also did, I just see a, a tiny note that I scribbled down that just says that the, the guy running through the airport lo- seems like a, like, a, the Jean-Claude Van Damme, like, type. He Like, he was wearing, like, a... Um, a tank. Like, a a little tank top and he had this like he was wearing like aviator sunglasses trying not trying to be subtle until he was like you know until they found out that he was using a fake passport but like he's like so serious and like running through the it just is it really it read as as Van Damme which was which was pretty uh, another awesome asset in this scene
0: he that I definitely appreciated the like the aspect about his outfit was it's like it's kind of slutty you know what I mean like there's yeah, definitely like totally. look at this guy's bod, and that's something I yeah. really, it really helps when like a scene can just be him running for a minute, and I'm like hell yeah, that's awesome.
1: <laughs> yeah, and it's funny like the 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 two female leads like their outfits weren't, I mean maybe this was this again like just as the 80s, it's just different. I don't know, but their outfits like weren't slutty; they were just awesome <laughs> like yeah true. which i thought was was interesting you know because like they could have been i don't know there could be a scene where they're mm. wearing bikinis <laughs> i mean there's certainly um like there's like jokes that are made um oh like, yeah there's a lot it, of like about them being like Women or like you know like at one point someone's like are you on your are you on the rag which I like died laughing I thought that was so funny yeah Um, and then they always just like of course like kick whoever's ass says that to them (laughs) but but yeah speaking of slutty outfits theirs were not
0: yeah theirs were not the most the they were the least slutty I would say the movie has been described Mm -hmm. as the first one of the first films or the first film of the girls with guns subgenre and so I can sort of see (laughs) how. You know that devolves into like a lot of like, like yeah, they're kick ass, so they're also like really fucking sexy type movie. You know, yeah,
1: which which (laughs) well, like DoA, (laughs) yeah,
0: like DoA, yeah, um,
1: yeah, that was part of the shtick with DoA was like that's that's the whole thing. Like the movie is just horny, but like this movie is not. This movie's a little horny. What's going on?
0: They they she snaps that guy's dick in a book, uh. Yes, (laughs)
1: Yes, sure. <laughs> I mean yeah. It opens. It opens with a with a someone trying to flash her in a bookstore, and then she, yeah, slaps. This, uh, she closes a dick. Uh, closes a book on his dick. This movie which is, is like a
0: great way to start. As horny as the average person is, and then like DOA is like that's a movie <laughs> for perverts, you know.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ex- I, I couldn't have said it better myself.
0: Um, but yeah, the the airport scene, awesome broken glass. I love how much broken glass is in this movie. I think um oh, yeah. the main, the main fight really has that, but um before we get there, what what else we got? We talked about the booby trap fight, which is cool. But uh then there's this little scene I I was like what's going on here where Strepsil and Aspirin they get like owned in pool by like some sort of like pool champion, I guess. Uh yeah. who's like connected to Mr. Mr. Tin, I guess. Yeah. But I was like, all right, they're like, there's like some pool. Like, this movie has everything. Um, mm-hmm. But they end up getting, like, chased after by one of Mr. Tin's henchmen, Willie, who's played by Dick Way, who is an awesome dude and has that look. <laughs> it's my, was my note. Mm-hmm. He's like the perfect henchman. <laughs> this guy rocks. Also in a ton of movies. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's he also amazing fit in every scene. But this one in particular, where he's got the little collared shirt, and he, he chases after them on a motorcycle. And, and this is very video oh, game yeah. where they have to keep making little, like, obstacles that he keeps having to, like, ramp over or drive over. I think.
1: Oh, my God. It was so good.
0: Yeah, I think they could have done more. Crea- That's one where I was like, you could have done a little bit more, like, something even crazier. But just to see, I think I have a very, like... Um, low bar for a lot of things like this where like just seeing someone perform a stunt is like wow that's cool like you actually did that Um, so like just seeing a guy drive a motorcycle I'm like hell yeah
1: (laughs) yeah totally like dropping down from I mean there was parts where like he was going up some stairs and they like pushed the the um support beam down so then the stairs like fell down to the ground and like he always like lands perfectly and is able to keep chasing them which is just uh i just loved it and then there's a part where they like basically you know drop a bunch of like barrels kind of in front of (laughs) it's a video game and then then, (laughs) yeah and then he like the the shot is of like him like basically like driving sideways on a wall like o- over it in kind of an arch shape but like the the props are just it's like they didn't even try to make it look um accidental like it just like clearly looks like a ramp made of wood oh, yeah <laughs> it's like i loved it i loved it so much
0: yeah it was that like i said that was very like he's going through the tutorial stages of a video game where it's like first you have yeah. to get over this oh now what are you gonna do oh you can ride on the wall um <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so maybe that's my only criticism. It felt like the tutorial scene. And I wanted to see the the big motorcycle chase scene or whatever, but it was still pretty fun. Uh,
1: yeah, I mean, I also really liked that the motorcycle was um was like not really going that fast.
0: No, that's um, that's what I like mean. It, it was just, very... it was a little
1: it was a little e-bike that they just were kind of like, you know, jogging away from cuz he like wasn't It was like a, you know, a city bike, like a bike that you would actually mm-hmm. have in the city as opposed to like a, you know, Bike that you'd be out on the open road like a big hog, you know.
0: That's where I think the best comparison I can think of is like that compared to, like the motorcycle scenes in Hard Target make this one look like shit.
1: (laughs) No, well, yeah, that's true. That's true. (laughs) Maybe it's not fair,
0: but um, you know what? the The final fight scene though is where it's at. I think that this is where the the movie, like the most times I went, hell yeah. Watching the movie.
1: <laughs> yeah, my jaw was like on the floor when I was watching this. I was like, uh uh it's just, it's unrelenting. It won't stop. It's, in- it- Yeah, it was great. Michelle, Cynthia, they face off
0: against Dick Way. And then this other henchman, kind of introduced later, who I think is just called
1: Big Mustache <laughs> when I looked at the credits. I think he's called, no, I think I think he's called Mad Dog. Mad Dog? Because she okay. says something like Mad Dog has fleas or something. Like she makes a joke about his Ugh. uh about him in some way.
0: This guy does have a cool mustache, I will say.
1: And insane eyebrows.
0: So we like, okay, both our leads rock, and then even though like this guy just showed up, I think both of our henchmen also rock. So I'm like I'm like so primed mm-hmm. for this fight, you know? Um And yeah, the fight is so slick, hard hitting, uh, incredible precision, I think with great use of like all the environmental stuff, some gnarly stunts. Uh, like I said, I said out loud, like, oh my fucking God, so many times, like some of the falls (laughs) they took were just like, really like, Ooh, fuck.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It was and, and some of it was in slow motion, but not a lot of it. Um, I kept, I kept. I, I watched it all the way through but then I went back and rewound it and like just was like pausing and rewinding and watching parts cuz it's just like wait that that was a real a real human who did that. There's <laughs> and it's 1985. Yes.
0: <laughs> yeah, well that's the the slow motion. I remember like they used one for when someone falls like pretty much on their head uh from like the second story and they fall like on their head yeah. onto the ground. And they they land weird. And I was like, yeah, I would show yeah. that in slow motion too just so everyone can really see that um
1: yeah yeah and i would also appreciate that as the as as the person who did the stunt i'd be like yep i did that glad that's not on the cutting room floor
0: (laughs) yeah no kidding i like nearly broke my freaking neck over that um
1: yeah what else
0: is going oh she's uh they do a little bit of like the pole fighting which is pretty cool and and that's that's another one where Mm -hmm. uh cynthia rothcock does the little like Kamir thing that like Morpheus and Neo do in the Matrix and I totally was like, Fuck yes, yeah.
1: <laughs> yes oh god um, and she's and I, like the looks just do not quit in this movie um, but like Cynthia is wearing like a long sleeved like velour polo in this scene which is like such a strange choice for the outfit but it like works so well oh yeah
0: um, I forgot what Mich- Michelle is like the white jacket on right
1: yeah she's wearing like a white. Sort of like midriff, but she's not showing like any skin. It's like she has like a, a like a tank top underneath it. Mm. Again, it's like also eighties, which is amazing, and and a lot of broken glass in this scene too. Ooh, yeah, um, Mad Dog, like I think it's Mad Dog, like breaks this big glass like fountain yeah he falls um, from and then, the like,
0: second floor through this like crazy glass fountain it's so gnarly
1: yeah and then there's just like one scene of like him with like a bunch of broken glass like sticking out of his face which i was like oh shit that's what they paid the makeup person for it was like I that look, one shot I looked
0: pretty good it looked pretty good
1: yeah i did it you, was great you, when
0: you mentioned their outfits too i thought about before the fight even popped off they both have like a pose like right before the fight, like, let's, and yeah. I was like, let's fucking go! <laughs> yes! Oh, God, it was so good. Um, there there was, like, a little bit of, like, story beats in the fight too. I liked when, um, Michelle Yeoh's fighting Mad Dog or whatever up on the, the, the beam, and she's, like, standing on it, and she's kind of, like, maneuvering around and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and, uh, they have this sort of, like, little sub-story in there where like, she's mocking him for, like, oh, you're going to use your knife, and then, oh, you're not going to use, you know, she's like, oh, you're going to use a yeah, knife against loved- a woman or whatever? Yeah, I love that. Yeah, and, like, getting him real fired up and, like, kind of using that against him, which was fun.
1: Yeah, and then, of course, he do- he ends up using the knife. Um and she at one point like there's a there's a piano involved or like running around this crazy like opium <laughs> mansion. The mansion and, is awesome. Like um, The
0: first scene it's in, I'm like, oh, it's this is amazing. where the fight's got to be. This is where the big fight's got to be.
1: Yeah, there's, like, a big chandelier. It's, like, a James Bond, like, villain... Yes. ...like, house. Exactly. Yeah, totally. Yeah, there's, like, there's the piano scene. There's, like, various, like, there's this big staircase that people are, like, flying down and, like, falling all over the staircase. Like, something I I really appreciate about the fights is that they just, like, people were, like, flailing around. Like, they were super precise um, and obviously, like, choreographed, like, to a T, but they, people were, like... There was like a lot of room for error. People were just like f- yeah. flinging themselves around at some points, which
0: was awesome. That's what I what I like about these types of movies is like there's there's clearly so much care into like putting it, but it it doesn't look like ever like a dance. It doesn't look like clean. Like it like the way they mm-hmm. move and they hit is so like like holy shit! How did they like how did they choreograph this? And that's like what's precise, mm-hmm. but then like. Someone falls weird on, you know, the, they have, like, I think of that little thing where there's, like, those square glass, you know, thing that's like a pyramid, and they have someone, like, fall funny right. on that. So they, they do a really good job of, like, you know, things are so, like, hard-hitting and precise, but, like, the way people fall and, or, like, take the hits, it's very, like, gritty, realistic, you know, and, like, you really feel, you feel like every hit, really, in, in these types of movies.
1: Right, and, like, they, um... I mean it's just so different from action movies now. I mean like there was p- one part in the airport where and I she does this several times where she does Michelle does like the two leg jump up and kick thing.
0: Oh, I love that. The drop um, kick basically. Which
1: Oh, it it just rules but like you see her like have to like land it um and there's it's not like you know like now like that would be a big part of the fight like they would like show it and then be like slow motion of her landing it or I don't know it just was just like oh here she comes down the escalator and like drop kicks this dude and then just like kind of scrambles back and keeps going it's like, very
0: like it just it's so cool I don't know if this is the right way to think of it but for me it, it it it's very matter of fact you know it's not like yeah it's just like yeah that's another crazy part of it you know you've got the in the airport like you're saying you've got the guys flinging themselves and then just out of nowhere, like, she comes falling. And I I like that they choose to, like, sometimes, like, we'll do slow-mo on that. And then other times, it's like, this is just some wild-ass shit that happened between this and this, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah, totally. There was a
0: little bit of, I liked, um, what was it? Strepsil had, like, he was in the fight, too. And he was just, like, going ham on the swords. That was pretty fun. Like, a little <laughs> kind of comedic element there.
1: Yeah, um, I, I, I was watching it with, um margaret my partner and there's the um he's like has these two swords he's just like holding above his head while all these guys are like trying to like beat him with swords and she's like that's such a good move like obviously you just keep the swords above your head and then they can't get you.
0: <laughs> yep yep i was
1: like yeah it checks Same out logic there.
0: <laughs> one other little bit of trivia i found out about this scene was um so cynthia rothcock while filming the scene sustained a head wound uh during her fight scene with Dick Way, and when they got back to filming after her wound was stitched up and stuff, uh, they brought in a stand-in for Dick Way uh, to film the shot of her doing that crazy kick she does—the scorpion kick—they call it here—and um, they brought in the stand-in because they they presumed that Way was anticipating payback from from her, or in oh. wrestling terms, a receipt.
1: Uh, <laughs> oh my god!
0: And I love that. That's incredible. This is like her first movie, and they're like, "Oh, oh, oh. She's a little, she's a little intense."
1: <laughs> yeah, they're like, ah, "Better, better not. Better put the stunt double." in <laughs> Normally, <laughs> I think so that's funny. that's
0: shitty to like be hit be hitting the guys like that. But I think if it's payback, you know, maybe it's maybe it's fair. yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, that also like totally tracks with her character in this movie, which mm-hmm. is
0: also pretty funny. Yeah, there's some people who, well, we don't have to get into Steven Seagal. I don't want to talk about him right now.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're having a nice time, okay? We don't have to, like, talk. We're all having a good time here. <laughs> um,
0: anything else about the final fight scene you wanted to say? Just because I, I don't want to, like, skimp over anything on that. But I, I think we touched most of it. It's fucking awesome. Uh, There's a scene of that, even if, even if you don't want to check out the movie, like, there's a scene of that on YouTube that you just watch it and you're like, my like, god i wish more movies were like this
1: <laughs> you know yeah and that and and the airport scene and there's the fight scene in the disco or bar with it, was, it was just a lot smaller of course and shorter than this one where they're like in the bathroom oh yeah um, right yeah yeah and they um i was <laughs> i loved this setting i was like where are they i was like they're at a roller rink no they're at a disco. No, and then later they like you know they run out of the bathroom during this fight, and then there are people around just in bathing suits inside in like a dark bar, and I think that it's like some sort of a club that is beach themed. That was my best (laughs) estimation of like this setting. I didn't. (laughs) Uh, I don't know if you caught that, but I was like, this is this is bizarre. Like, there's no. I'm, I'm missing something, but I'm loving it so much more because of it.
0: No, I was just kind of like, I took it for granted. I was just like, yeah, sure. It looks 80s in here for sure.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you weren't at all like, why are these people all wearing bathing suits inside I was... where there's no water?
0: No, I didn't think about it. No, honestly, did not cross my mind.
1: <laughs> oh. oh, that's so funny. Oh, yeah, no, I definitely I clocked that immediately. I was like, mm, why are- why is this boy wearing like swim trunks?
0: <laughs> I was too, you know, oh, I was too worried funny. about what was going to happen.
1: Yeah, if you get any sort of uh, ideas about what it actually was, that would I I mean, I'm interested. I want to go to like a weird beach club, I guess. <laughs> So, like, the the ending of the
0: movie kind of shocked me a little bit. Um,
1: oh, my God. The ending was completely unexpected.
0: Because we mentioned, so Mr. Tin's doing, he's, like, mocking them. His lawyer shows up, who ends up being kind of a cool character, too. Uh, just a fun, like, fuck you to them. Like, he's like, yeah, I'm going to get away with this, basically. He's being brought into police custody. Mm-hmm. Um, seems like he's going to get out of this until Aspirin, who I think just learns about their their buddy's death. Uh he he takes a gun from a cop and uh, yes, uh, Strepsil kind of helps him too, and they fucking just murder this guy and the gun. The, the movie ends, yes, which is so tight. I was like, the
1: movie ends just <coughs> like that. I was like, oh, we are rolling credits. Are you kidding? I mean, like, I was like, wait a second. I was like, I had to just say it out loud. I was like, so let me get this straight. <laughs> he learned. He just, at the end, they're, like, all being arrested. He just snaps and, like, grabs a cop's gun when he realizes that the guy wasn't going to get in any trouble for killing his friend. And just shoots him and just, like, a, a freeze frame on his face as he's shooting him. And that's it. <laughs> like, what more that's do you need? You know what I
0: mean?
1: <laughs> it was incredible. <laughs> oh, it was so good. He just... He, it, And he's, like... not. I mean, they're all kind of, like main-ish characters but like i just well, that, i was not expecting that that's <laughs> what
0: i mean is like the movie is about them more than anything <clears throat> like right it's it not... is
1: about them which is which is um a, a little bit i mean not misleading but i was expecting it to be more about like the character development between i don't know michelle and cynthia yeah i was expecting
0: but... a more traditional like buddy cop like they got to learn to get along but no they and, and maybe that's, you know, maybe that's, you could say that's shallow or something. Cause they are kind of like, just like in their roles the whole time, <clears throat> unless there's mm-hmm. some nuance we're missing. Like, you know, I feel like they're just kind of like, they're whipping ass the whole time. And then the story is surprisingly about these kind of more comedic, you know, guys. I mean, to be fair, like they, they have a very serious kind of like issue they're dealing with. And I think. I, to give it credit, like I, I think it does a good job being both like, vi- like serious and and like kind of having this hard edge, sort of ending that's just sort of like shocking, mm-hmm. but also like very funny. A lot of times these characters are ridiculous and fun, and I, I yeah, I think totally. I like that. I like that's like one of so my favorite movies. I think are ones where it kind of like I, I tonally shifts and and kind of makes you feel a bunch of different emotions. I think some people are like, that's weird. I don't know what the tone is or whatever, but it for me that's mm-hmm. something that's like always a plus actually. I think a lot of my favorite movies are like that. I don't know I don't know how you feel about that.
1: Yeah. No, I'm I'm I feel <coughs> the same way. I mean, even the fight scenes like the that that trapdoor fight like in the in the apartment that we were talking about, like there's like joke music like yeah. going on, like it's very <laughs> like, funny, like, but woo! very
0: cool at the same time. Yeah.
1: Yes. And then like, he's like, you know, like, like barreling out through like the transom above the door and like all this stuff. So like, that's one fight scene. Um, But then like, you know, there are other ones that are like much more serious or surprising. Um, And then like, ultimately, yeah. Like one of the three characters dies. And then at the end, like, that is what causes the main that's what causes the villain to like be shot and killed. And it's not at all about all the crimes that he was committing throughout the movie yeah, that yeah. the that the inspectors were trying to like nail him for. Um so which which I just thought was like such a cool way to, to wrap it up. I loved it.
0: Don't fuck with the homies. That's basically Yeah. What the Yeah whole moral of the story is
1: Yeah. It really is. So this, I mean, the movie it
0: ends up having like it's eight sequels or something. It's, I'm wait really. I'm not sure how the continuity works. I was looking at it. The series is, is listed as in the line of duty, um, and some of those oh. things were like the movies. So this movie released different places. Yes, madam, it's called. But also, um, it's called somewhere. It's called Police Assassins Two. Uh, somewhere it's called Police <laughs> That's Assassins. Amazing. Then there's a movie called Royal Warriors, which is called Police Assassins. And then there's In the Line of Duty three, four. Uh, what else am I like? Middleman is one. Then there's oh, like, like I'm gonna skip a bunch. But then I looked at like the eighth movie is called Yes Madam ninety two, a serious shock. Oh, and then my the God, I love that. Is called Yes Madam five. Like I don't know how the rights <laughs> and stuff work and. It could be a thing where, like, we just don't know, but, like, yeah, there's, like, a ton of different, you know, it, each movie has, like, different people in it. Like, one has, uh, I saw, like, Hiroyuki Sonatas in one, one has Donnie Yen, and so it's clearly just, like, a name or something. Like, I don't think there's any sort of continuity. Like, that's something I, I don't know, Interesting. I, I guess I wish I knew more about, but, um.
1: Wow, I had no idea. I didn't realize that there, that this was, like, part of a, a lineage.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it's. Yeah, apparently it, um, I don't know, yeah, I don't know what connects, like, all of them, you know, like, maybe, I don't know, I, I guess I don't know, because the other ones are called in the line of duty, so I don't know if they are, like, more... Yeah,
1: maybe they have to do something with, like, it, I mean, they all sound kind of like they have to do with, a like, a police force thing, um, because, so yes, madam, which I had, by the way, it's yes, comma, madam, exclamation, exclamation point. point, which is, which yes. is rules, um, and um madam is like the the name like um uh, i don't know what you would call it the name of the of the inspector like that's what you would call like yes sir yes madam like I was yes, like what what is madam movie. yeah yeah because they're like yes madam because she's like the boss of the you know of the police force or whatever not the total boss but you know she's like a, she's an inspector or whatever um, so yeah, I, I assume that all of those have something to do with, if not the same police force, like just police, I, I assume.
0: Well, I'm looking here at in the line of duty four colon witness <laughs> and it, it, it doesn't star Matt Well, Cynthia Khan is in it, but, but then I also see like the top two build here is, well, Donnie Yen is in it as captain Donnie Yan and Michael Wong is in it as <laughs> Captain Michael Wong.
1: <laughs> so they just oh were like my your god. name
0: is your name, which I think is pretty cool.
1: <laughs> I love it. Oh my god, I love that. <laughs> but I yeah, I don't know.
0: I don't know if that's like is it, the film is nominally part of the loosely connected in the line of duty and yes madam series. I don't know.
1: Wow. The, yeah, yeah. I wonder how those are related. I mean, is it like a Troll 2 situation where they're like not related <laughs> at all in any way? Or or maybe there's some continuity. I don't know.
0: <sighs> maybe one day we'll know. Maybe. Um,
1: yeah, we have to watch them and find out.
0: Do we skip over any... Do you have any other thoughts that we might have skipped over that you wanted to say?
1: Um, well, I also... I just wanted to note that I um, I saw the premise like when I was Googling this movie that was like they have to solve a, a murder related to microfilm or something. And I it was such a it was another big eighties um I don't know, aspect of this movie that the the premise is like someone has two frames of a microfilm reel that they are trying to either destroy or insert into the record or something. Um and like the whole thing is like about these these two microfilm frames and i i work at an archive and i just was like since when is microfilm like at all exciting it never is so i i really appreciated that and also like most people don't really know what microfilm is anymore um so i thought that was another like fun okay what is it just a fun aspect
0: because i know exactly what it is but explain it for all the dummies (laughs) listening
1: yeah, uh, <laughs> microfilm is like a, a little tiny roll of like it looks like film like from a camera, but it's smaller. And it's basically just like um you would put it on a microfilm machine, which mm-hmm. like blows it up and it's copies of like newspapers or uh, archival documents basically that have been like scanned and photographed and then like imprinted on a tiny reel. So it's a way of like archiving a lot of um, a lot of material in a small in a small way. Um, like now there's digital microfilm readers and stuff, Mm -hmm. so you can like scan and take PDFs of them and whatever. But, um, you know, there's like a part of the, of the movie where like, um, I think it's, I don't know if it's it's not aspirin, it's Panadol, I guess, like accidentally like shines a light through the microfilm documents. And then like, it like shows up on the wall, um, which is, you know, basic, basically how they work. You know, you just treat them like a, like a film reel. So, yeah, that's what microfilm is. For anyone who doesn't need to know that information, now you do.
0: Yeah, and I definitely knew that before, so. But thanks for saying (laughs) it anyway. (laughs) Totally. It made for a good, like, that was a good sort of uh, MacGuffin that they're they're after, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. I just was, I was like, oh my God, microfilm. Since when is that ever um, a plot point in anyone's life or movie? (laughs) Very of the (laughs) time, for um, sure, right? yeah yeah it ruled and there was like yeah there was just so many um like funny little parts like with them trying to get the microfilm like he would swallow it uh, but then he was like i didn't actually swallow it it's under my tongue um apparently it's very durable which i can't speak to the durability of like the microfilm itself but apparently it is they do a lot lot in this movie
0: yeah and they're sort of like (laughs) a fun push and pull because they're like well we'll destroy it and the one guys like that's okay that's what i want to happen so fine
1: this movie was just awesome i'm looking through like any of my like last notes and it's mostly me ri- writing like these outfits the outfits <laughs> and like you know everything everything else and the locations are incredible um and there's um there's so many funny like one liners that either totally oh, make sense or make hit, no hit sense me
0: with them. let's hear them
1: i mean there was like a part where well, this wasn't really a one-liner, but it was like they they're trying to see if if the if money is fake or real, and on one of them it's real and the next one the the like um the subtitle just comes up as prop money. <laughs> it's like, okay, good. You really nailed the point down. <laughs> and then it's prop money. Um and then there's a part where um Inspector Ng is like saying to the to to some other like lower level cops like He's like, well, like, why don't you want me to work on it? And she just, like, looks him dead in the face and is like, because you're stupid. And I was like, yeah, that's, that's she right. She was dressed down a
0: fair amount of people, yeah. Yeah, we didn't even touch yeah, on, there's, like, the, the two guys on the force who are, like, who are, like, kind of um, catcalling Cynthia Rothcock or whatever. And it's like, these guys suck. Uh-huh. Like, they,
1: they Yeah, they're horrible. They're
0: not, like, they're not half- the the ass-kickers that any of them are, but yet they're so, like, fucking confident, you know?
1: Yeah, and then there's, like, a funny moment, again, with the language, where, like, they're speaking um, in Cantonese, I think, and um, in front of Cynthia, thinking that she can't understand them, but then, like, apparently she answers back in Cantonese, but, like, she's obviously speaking English. Right, like yeah. <laughs> it's like, I was like, wait, this, this joke, like, how... How am I supposed to <laughs> like? How how much sense does this mm. make? But uh, I love I loved that part too. I'd love to hear like
0: like a impression of like what people think about that who are like fluent. You know, like how does that play? You know, do is that right. just like a norm? Like like sort of expect that or what? You know?
1: Yeah, yeah. And there was another great part that I I like took a I took a screenshot of this like this exact moment where they're like panicking and Aspirin like pulls out a cigarette and he's like it's not a good time to panic and he puts the cigarette in his mouth the wrong way oh, <laughs> And he yeah. like lights up the the filter uh, I just thought it was so funny I was like oh been there man
0: been yeah. there I'm glad I, oh that's a good I, you you bring a lot to the table by documenting some of these one-liners that's much appreciated. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh yeah, the the one-liners were so were so funny. Um it it helped yeah. too.
0: like I downloaded I downloaded the movie and it came with like a subtitle track, but it was like it was like weird. It was like off at some time or not off, but like I don't know if, who translated this, who released it, but like I think sometimes it was just like, "Oh, that's not right. What's happening?" But I just kind of rolled with it, you know what I mean? So like I definitely noticed most of those jokes, but I think they they Already, like already, there's sort of the translation issue, but now it's like this weird mm-hmm. subtitle that I downloaded. So
1: right, yeah, like a couple, <laughs> a couple like layers of translation that are going on here. Yeah, most of the jokes land yeah. for me though. Hmm. Yeah, and there's so much physical comedy that's like so funny, and like, yeah, yeah. Um, I also just one last thing that I noticed mm-hmm. <laughs> in terms of like, um, not a joke, but died laughing that so in the credits as i mentioned they're pretty <clears throat> short um but the a lot of the credits at the very end are like acknowledgements to like i assume the locations and the places because someplace called hot gossip disco <laughs> is mentioned in the acknowledgement section which i if that is not a url already i'm buying HotGossipDisco.com hot and doing something with it
0: <laughs> should we find out right now i
1: assume yeah fi- yeah you find out um um I also want to buy the domain y2k247 but you know that's neither here nor there. Um was, was that? Part yeah, of hot, the movie
0: hot, or is that's that's unrelated? No,
1: no, that's just that, that's unrelated. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, that's just <laughs> Well, don't say just it on another the podcast. domain I want to buy. You're going to get going to take it. <laughs> yeah, oh, oh yeah, I'm not good at, I'm not good at keeping my secrets.
0: I think hotgossipdisco.com is available, so
1: Oh, hell yeah. I assume that's the place where all of the, um, where all of the people in swimsuits were. That's the beach I don't place? Know. Yeah,
0: it's gotta be, right? I mean, that's what they were at the <laughs> hot... It's so hot, you gotta wear your beach exactly. outfits. Exactly. Your swimming suit. And
1: everyone's gonna gossip about you there.
0: Yeah, because, like, what the hell are you wearing to the club?
1: <laughs> yeah, what the hell are you wearing? Exactly. Um, and then another funny thing about the credit... Not credits, but the, um but the subtitles was that I kept th- there was a guy who got killed right at the beginning and his name was Richard Norman or Nornan but yes. every time we, it we didn't even came up I thought topic. it said I thought that his, it said Richard Nixon like every single time and it was usually like the the context is they were like that's the guy who killed Richard Nixon like that's what I thought <laughs> it was saying and I was like Richard Nixon didn't get killed <laughs> like they probably what? Are like what, Where-
0: that's like how they got the name I bet they probably just like let's change up who's like a guy <laughs> what's like an like yeah. a well he's not he was scottish i guess but like what's a name like a white guy's name yeah like richard
1: Nixon? Uh, yeah. <laughs> richard nornan close enough
0: you <laughs> <laughs> didn't talk yeah, about that Yeah, but i kept guy, thinking that was, was like not very important i don't think well i mean he yeah, had he's the, not important they they did say they did imply that uh uh, Inspector Ng like had like a romantic relationship with him, but it like I guess mm-hmm. it did not matter. Like she did not have any beef with anyone. It didn't seem about that. I mean, like that was what spurred totally. the whole thing. And but like it didn't really come back. <laughs> you know, they're just like, yep, that's the thing.
1: Right, right. Yeah, it's it's kind of like that's the that's the reason why she goes and finds him dead is because presumably she was like going on a date with him. Um, yeah right and that's like how she gets involved i guess but she doesn't seem too sad that he's dead i don't know <laughs> yeah like, don't bring it up again yeah no
0: he's just some, he's just some guy who know? who cares
1: yeah who cares
0: all right well uh anything else before we get out of here
1: <sighs> i don't think so we talked for a long time about this movie yeah. um i just i loved it um everyone should go watch it it's uh, yeah, but the I only don't... place I could find it again was on was on Amazon, which I do not uh, support, <laughs> and you had to rent it even if you have Prime. So it's kind of a bummer, but you know, just ask us. Dang, it's yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll point you I'll, point you where I'll to go. I'll hook you
0: up with like a weird um, version, you know, with like the subtitles not right. Yeah, but <laughs> if anything, if you can't find it, if you're not going to do the work, just look up the final fight scene at least. It, or like all the fight mm-hmm. scenes, there's just you know all these videos have a best fight scenes compilation. Just do that, right? You'll be good.
1: Yeah, yeah. This movie rocks. It. This movie whips ass. It whips ass. Check it off the list. I don't think
0: it's viewed, like I said, as one of the greatest films of its time or whatever. Like, but I think we've made the case that it's pretty awesome, and it whips ass.
1: Oh, it it rules and like Margaret who like doesn't like watch a ton of movies and like she watched a lot of like TV and stuff but she was like I guess I'll watch this because I'm in the same room as you (laughs) and she got really into it and she really really liked it so that's a that's always a good like you know taste test kind of moment okay
0: Margaret (laughs) liked it yeah
1: yeah Margaret approved
0: (laughs) well she's been kind of down with a lot of the virtual theater movie nights too right
1: yeah yeah I guess it's not uh it's not unexpected that she would like it but but she she wasn't necessarily thinking that she would. She was like, "What did I just walk into?" <laughs> yeah. That's
0: cool. Yeah, I think I watched it with McKenna and I think she liked it. It's one of those things where I was like, "How was the movie?" <laughs> yeah, it was pretty wild. <laughs> it is <was> a wild <laughs> That's movie. a good
1: way of saying it. <laughs> she just she also was like, "Wait, that's how it ended? That's we rolled credits <laughs> on that guy shooting him with the fucking cop's gun." So, yeah, uh, we approve. Yeah, go watch the fight scenes.
0: Okay, so yeah, we're probably we're probably gonna do more of these. Maybe maybe we'll do like one a month or something. I don't know. Depends on depends on what you're thinking. But I I, I have a good feeling about this.
1: Yeah, I mean I'm I mean I'm gonna I'm gonna want to watch these movies regardless, and we'll talk about them regardless. Yeah, so we have a pretty. Active, I guess it's a matter uh, of, of uh, if DM we hit record <laughs> or not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, for sure. Um
0: yeah. Do we want to say do we wanna say what we were thinking about doing next, or what what do we want to do? Because we could give people time to watch along, or does it matter? Um well, I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, you we, hmm. we can say it, why not? No secrets here. Okay, I think correct me if I'm wrong, I pitched to you that we watch Avatar next. Is that right. does that sound good? Which
1: which I mean, listen. I wouldn't have thought of Avatar as like a a movie that whips, but um, I'm open to going it going into it, you know, with that kind of a mindset, because I haven't seen it since I was in theaters, you know, back like whatever ten or fifteen years ago. Yeah, same. Yeah, same. so and, it's so th- I I'd be ready for a rewatch. There's a there's a couple great reasons. One
0: is, have you seen a James Cameron movie that doesn't whip? I don't think so. Well,
1: that's. That's true. <laughs> but
0: then this one particularly, because as we know, the sequel is coming this year and there's going to be a big, you know, what's more important than watching a good movie is being on the right side of an argument. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's obviously <laughs> the most important thing. So we need to, we we need to, like everyone else, rewatch, reevaluate so we can be ready to be down in the trenches, you know, facing off against everyone and uh you know yeah. i'm i'm feeling like i'm feeling like we got to yeah we got to get on the the winning
1: side yeah we got to get on the right side of history i mean unless it doesn't actually whip ass i don't know but we have to get the version with the hair sex scene because i don't know gooey just told me heard that, that there are yeah. some versions where that has been cut out because everyone made fun of it which makes me so mad and i'm having monster sonic Feelings right now. It <laughs> could be hearsay. Though, it's not.
0: So don't, don't quote me. <laughs> All
1: right. But we're gonna. All right. Gonna well, plant... I just did.
0: But <laughs> that's gonna be the thing with this show. Is like it's called. It's called movies that whip. But sometimes we're taking a chance because we haven't seen it. You know, we're not just watching our favorite. Yeah. It, partially, it's I think just to give us an excuse to like check out a new movie or maybe revisit a movie. And so, you know, we're taking a chance. Yeah, for here. sure. Um.
1: Yeah, for sure, and it's it's kind of uh, it's kind of fun because it's like I can't think of a movie like more opposite than Yes, Madam than Avatar. Um, yeah, I mean, right, it, it, you know just in terms of production and you know everything. Um, so that's kind of it's kind of a a cool about face, you know. Yeah, I want to
0: start like maybe we can come up with like the different types of movies that whip that we want to talk about because I feel like Hong oh, yeah. Kong action movies would be one, and then I feel like James Cameron is like its own category you know like you could just pick any of his movies for sure i think you could even do titanic and be like this movie whips ass
1: <laughs> um <laughs> titanic absolutely whips ass are you kidding
0: <laughs> but that's not that's that's yeah. where we get out of the like well it's definitely a possibility but it's not the in the virtual theater venn diagram
1: but we right yeah no. but it's
0: not off the table it's not off the table <laughs>
1: No, nothing's off the table. No, it's not off the table. So, yeah, no, I think I think I'm down. I think that's a good next one to do, you know, prime ourselves for the sequel. Um, yeah. You know, and see see how we feel about it, you know, 10, 15 years later.
0: Yeah, cuz there yeah, there's we'll oh. I'm going to I'm going to hold some of my thoughts cuz I haven't even rewatched it, but um definitely yeah, yeah, feel Yeah, yeah, fr- don't spill the beans. I am going to spill the beans. Definitely everyone feel free if you think there's like a movie that whips that we need to talk about too, just let us know we'll we'll take it into consideration, but just know mm-hmm. if you suggest one and it seems like it doesn't whip, I'm gonna like definitely judge you a little bit
1: yeah, yeah, I mean me too i and i'll I'll just tell you that I'll judge you i mean i'll I'll tell you to your face, so you don't have to worry about me being secretive about if it if you're
0: gonna come in here telling me I need to watch Uncharted or something, don't even. Tell <laughs> me about it.
1: Don't even come in here with that. No. Um, another movie that could potentially whip ass, but I don't know, is Too Wong Fu. Thanks for everything, Julie Newmar. Mm. With um, with John Leguizamo and, um, oh God, Patrick Swayze.
0: Wesley Snipes, right? Isn't that? And,
1: and Wesley Snipes. Okay. I don't know, but I have a feeling that it might okay, whip.
0: Let's add that to the queue and a high up, because here's the thing, and that, we'll take the chance, because I don't really know much about it. But I do know each name you just named individually, it, if one of them is in a movie, it's got to whip ass. But all three of them? Mm-hmm. How? How is that even possible?
1: And they're all in drag. Come on.
0: That Yeah, that, <laughs> like, that's like a multiplier on the combo. You know what I mean?
1: <laughs> this is a winning combination. I watched the preview for it, and I was like, oh, my God. They all look so good. RuPaul is in it wearing a, uh like, Bedazzled Confederate flag dress. Oh my so god! So it's it's the 90s, everyone. It's the 90s. We're pushing. <laughs> we're pushing boundaries. When... <laughs> we're
0: pushing the envelope. Maybe, maybe we'll. Be. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll have to. see. I'm open to that. That sounds like a great option. So, all right, we've laid mm-hmm. we've laid our cards out there. Um, yeah, I'm I'm excited. Thanks, thanks for uh, doing this with me. This is a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, I'm. Uh, thanks for doing it with me. It was awesome. I'm. I mean, like I said, we'd be talking about it anyway. We would so.
0: be, but <laughs> I. I like. I don't know. I like giving myself little assignments.
1: <laughs> I love that. I love that about you. Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> oh boy. I don't know what that is. But all right. Whatever. We gotta get out of here. Oh well. I'll be. You know. I'll be talking to you some more. So. That sounds and to good. To everyone dude. else listening, we'll we'll talk to you later.